Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin on this fine November election day. Hopefully, everybody has been out doing their civic duty. If you haven't done it already, it uh, you know it was pretty it was pretty calm today. I uh, I was able to uh, along with my husband get in and out and not have uh, too much waiting to do at all. In fact, I think we we're in and out to vote in about 20 minutes. So, regardless of who you're voting for, I hope that you uh, took the opportunity to get out there and do it either in person or by ballot, because it is a privilege. Not everyone around the world gets to participate in. Um, in elections to determine who's going to be deciding their fate as citizens. So it is definitely a privilege, might be a flawed system at best sometimes, but still a privilege nonetheless. So with all that being said, folks, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. The entire world, folks. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals like a Mack truck through ice cream, then check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. And I hope to be doing some talking with uh, <laughs> with some folks other than myself. Uh, Kaylin Patterson hopefully will be joining us shortly. And then also... Our favorite Aussie, or I should say one of our favorite Aussies, because we have several, uh, Mark South, um, is is, uh, due to be joining us here momentarily. So that will be a good thing. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are much on Netflix. I know that I am. Ever since Netflix pretty much popped on the scene, I really don't watch quote-unquote regular TV that much anymore. I tend to stick to the uh, movie channels when I do have a chance to sit down and watch TV, and that's not very often. So other than the news, I am not really catching scheduled programming, and I feel that's probably the same way for most folks. But um, I'm not sure what your favorite, uh, you know, movie – I guess provider is if that's the correct phase, but or correct phrase. But uh, have been watching some interesting documentaries about um, African Americans and politics, and uh, two in particular, and they're from very different viewpoints. But I encourage everyone to check them both out because. Even though they're from different viewpoints, and one will definitely make your blood boil, probably as a minority, and the other might too, but it has more of a hopeful message to it. But even in their own ways, they corroborate the information that they're sharing. So one of them is called Uncle Tom, and the other is called 13. I know 13 you can find on Netflix, and Uncle Tom we had to rent on Vudu. And I don't don't know if you guys are familiar with that one. It also has free programming on it, but um, you also can rent movies. And uh, so we did have to rent that one, but it was worth the rent. And, um, you know, if you guys have kids that you think are old enough for that type of content, I would definitely encourage you to watch both of those with your kids. And I would say an older, you know, an older child. Um, you know, maybe in their 
early to mid-teens. Um, I think their later teens, definitely old enough. I guess it really just all depends on their maturity level. But definitely good stuff. It's going to probably challenge a lot of precepts that you might have, but great conversation starters. And like I said, watch both because you're really not getting the full picture, especially from a historical perspective, um, unless you watch both. So 13 and Uncle Tom, check those out. Uh, Kaylin Patterson, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine. How's everything going? It is going well. Did you get out? Well, actually, I think you said you voted early, didn't you? Yes, uh, I've had. We have a thing, like I said, because of what's been going on in the the area, we had to basically get the elderly out and uh, anybody else that could have been bullied or harassed, and it was just a uh, an ongoing thing. And you know, it's sad that we have to be in this state, but you know, you you do the precautionary things and you keep safety at a premium. And um, wow, I mean. I'm, I'm glad the election is going to be over because it's it's it's, it's disheartening sometimes to see how low uh, our morals and our mentality has become over the past uh, years. But you know, hopefully, we'll start the the swing on the up and up. I know people are trying to rush 2020 by, but I said, didn't we try to rush past 2019 and, and look what we got for 2020? So let's be in the moment, let's be where we are, and let's try to find better ways to uh, engage in each other and be more giving, caring, and uh, patient with each other. And maybe then, aside from trying to wait on politicians, we can basically uplift each other and find some uh, happiness in that. Well, you know, that's definitely the way to uh, pursue it. And I'm I'm sorry you've had such a harrowing experience because that's not been the case in my area. It was pretty calm, quiet. Yeah, well. Yeah, we had some, somebody had set up a camp and uh, basically on the the northern end of town and had made that their base and were sending people to the places they they thought would have nice long lines. It's, it, it was some calculated thinking and sadly, you know, like I was saying, it's it's sad that they were calculating on endeavors such as that instead of ways to be more uplifting and, and, and helping each other get to the vote. I, I said if it's a, a right and something that's more American than we can ever imagine, and especially in these, yep. this day uh, and age, then why aren't we doing more to get people out? You know, not, not forcibly, but just basically assisting them to basically say you matter. You know, if, if everybody, every all has matter, then these are the times when we truly say if they do or don't. Yep. There are folks. But anywho, that I'm I'm gonna move anywho. along because you know what? I've had I've had about enough of the negativity and I'm not gonna dwell too much longer on it. Um I do agree with you, Kayla, though it is disheartening all around. I I I I mean I do know why, but I just don't know why People are in the state that they are in. We are we are grown folks, and we've endured much more than even this. And I, I mean, I get it, but it's just it is still sad. So anyway, yes. moving on and moving on. So, Mark South, 
on the show potentially at some point tonight. What do we have okay. to look forward to? Well, I want to talk about the uh, the upcoming National Olympia because that's the one thing I've been consistently seeing as a spark of hope uh, for anybody that's looking for some guiding light and for semblance of normalcy. Uh, the Natural Olympia has been coming up time and time again in conversation uh, locally and basically in other states uh, when I've been conversing with uh, my brothers and sisters of iron in different uh, states. So it's it's really nice to hear that upbeat tone in their voices, to hear that, that spark of hope that, you know, we've all been trying to find in this crazy time that we're living and basically just engaging in each other and positive speak, and, and that, that's a blessing in itself, again, during this time. So I was really wanting to hear, because I know there's going to be some really top names, really big top names, especially the winners of, of the year, and I'm really interested to see how it's going to turn out and how everybody's doing and, you know, just where they're coming from. And I know that, you know, with the travel restrictions, and some people don't even want to come to this country, which is, you know, understandable, considering the spike that we've had with the with the cases, because the fear of death is real, because people are dying. But it's also an understanding that you know life is still moving, in a way that people can still find a reason to smile, to to have hope, a semblance of understanding that you know hopefully we will get on the upper end of this. And I, I just want to think about that because you know it's not all doom and gloom, like you said, but we ain't dead yet, <laughs> and I ain't nope. in no rush to die. So as long as I'm nope. still here, I'm still looking for reasons to share in life, and, and the best way to share in life is to share in living in it. So, you know, that's one of the things, and I know Mark, is uh, he's got a big history, and he's got the information, and he knows the people that are making this thing move, even though he might not be a part of it. He still has the understanding of what it takes to be up there, and also to be a part of something good. So I, I just with him, I'll, I'll I'll see if he's ready to come on. If he is close, because he he's at work. Because you know he's he's down under. So basically, it's daylight for him when it's becoming darkness for us. So I'll check again and see what's going on. So give me a sec. Yeah, it's and, uh, still uh, it's still pretty pretty uh, early morning there. They're definitely going to be having breakfast. Maybe he's having some avocado toast, which. If you guys haven't tried avocado toast, you should give it a try. And there's definitely several ways to spruce it up. But I like a little shredded chicken and an egg. It's usually served, well, not usually, but a lot of people like to eat it with an egg over easy. I guess over hard is a thing. And that's how I like to eat mine with my yolk done. I like it done. I'm weird like that. If I eat red meat, it has to be well done, which a lot of people disagree with me on that. They think I'm ruining it, but I'm like, hey, people, I'm the one eating it. So it's perfect. Nobody's ruining it. I'm not forcing you to eat it that way. So needless to say, when we do have like steak or something like that in this household, it's my husband who fixes it. And he begrudgingly fixes mine the way that I like to eat it. And then he's responsible for his because I would probably get it wrong every time. So yes. you do try a little avocado toast. Love it. You can uh, spice it up any way you like. Avocado Great, toast. healthy. Um, if you're going to get bread, you know, Kayla, it's been a long time since we've talked about bread. But uh, make sure you've got a good whole grain 
you know, not just wheat flour, but you have a good whole grain dense piece of bread, and uh, it's all good. And uh, Mark, Mark South is going to be with us in about five minutes or so, so it's coming up. Okay. Okay. Well, I, and let, I want to talk about this bread because it, boy, you know, I we've been talking about it so much. I think it's second nature for us what to look for, and it's easy to look for it. But I was talking to my family, and we were even with picking water. I was really surprised. So let, let's talk about bread before he gets on here because, I, you know, I've known enriched, enriched wheat, enriched bleach. I mean, all these things are taking the nutritional value out of the food. So your food source yes. isn't really food. It's edible. Now, now let, let, me, let me clarify that. It, you can eat it. You won't get sick. Well, you won't get the sick that we know to be sick. Your body does suffer from poor nutrition. Let me, let me clarify that again. Um, there's a lot of things we ingest that simply aren't good for us, but we survive eating it. Uh, there's a lot of things that we throw into our bodies as far as consuming during the day that shouldn't be in there, and we pay for it. I mean, we don't, we don't feel like we're paying for it because, hey, you know, I got through the day, and I'm just a little sluggish the next day. Well, that sluggishness is your body fighting the crap that you're ingesting. We don't, <laughs> I mean, like, it, I would liken it to a really weak hangover where we're, we're, we're consuming things that shouldn't be in our bodies, and we pay for it either at that moment with being sick or we uh, pay for it the next day with sluggishness and not really the energy we're normally used to. Uh, bread being one of the best sources of, uh, of bad uh, timing and bad uh, consumer things that we're doing, uh, wheat, because they, they, they package it, and as you know about marketing, it's marketed to look like something but it's not really what it's saying. And yep. wheat bread isn't really bread anymore unless it's 100% whole wheat or whole grain wheat or whatever grain that they're using. It's still coming from the ground instead of basically being stripped of everything that's coming from the ground, and you're basically getting something that has a great shelf life. Anything that has a great shelf life has a poor health life for you. Um, yeah. The longer it's on the shelf, the the worse it is for your body to to ingest. And we do. I mean, it's it's cheaper because you know you're paying for it later on. So basically, whoever's investing in your poor health is getting it in some kind of pharmaceutical investment in the stock market. So they're going to get their money, and you're going to get your bad health. I would rather you have good health and then not make as much money off of your bad health. I know what I just said ain't too popular with people that are investing in those things. But, hey, it is what it is. I'd rather invest in high tech than high pharmacy. So at, at some point, yeah. we have to see the piper, and one of the bread sources is usually that one of the first things that happens. And it is true. And there's, if there's one thing that I've learned in my longish but yet shortest little lifespan is that usually if you are on the side of the majority, <laughs> you're on the wrong side. Yes. <laughs> so it's okay that it's not popular. It's okay that it's not popular. But, I mean, and it's true. And even wheat bread, even though wheat bread is still 
a better version than white bread, the way that it's processed, it's becoming closer and closer to white bread. It's just a little brown. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't even know that some, the way that some breads are, some of the um, lesser expensive breads, they may as well just be a brown bread because it's not even really a wheat bread. Um, And read the ingredients. Read your ingredients. And read the ingredients. It's just not as nutritionally dense as it should be. So your thicker, denser breads usually are going to have more minerals, more vitamins. They're going to have more of the actual wheat germ that's in there. Um, But what's really going to get you in the end is it's kind of a trade-off is that you're still going to have the chemicals and preservatives in it if you're not Mm -hmm. careful. So, yeah, the bread that molds quickly even though it's frustrating and you feel like you might be wasting your money on it, that's actually the type of bread that's best for your digestive system because yeah. it's actually breaking down and doing what it's supposed to do. So if nature can't break it down, what do you think your body is going to be able to do? Hallelujah. Free, sister. Free. Get that so um, it's, uh, it's just kind of crazy. Can we call you in? Well, Mark South, hold on. I I don't think I can call you internationally. And I'm talking to him like he can hear me, and he can't. I'm reading his message. Yeah, He's having an issue Creeping me out. with his yeah, account, trying to get um, logged in, and he's asking if we can call him. I don't think I can three-way call him into this. No, I don't think so. Have we ever tried? In fact, I don't have... I don't have international calling on my cell phone. And we don't have that on uh on the service either. Um there is a way I think to do it through um Blog Talk Radio. I'm you know, I'm glad you guys are listening in while we are uh, troubleshooting in real time. Isn't that right. so exciting? Yeah. <laughs> but it would require it's real uh, it is real talk. It would require us to go through Skype, and I would have to find the instructions, and I'm not sure how to put my hands on them right now, and the show will probably be over. Um, by the time we were done. By the time we were done. So he is still trying to get to us. He says, hold on, I will have to get international calls activated. So he's trying hard, and, you know, that's saying something about Mark South because he is He's a man Northern of his word. Yep. So he he loves being on the show because he gets a chance to share we his wealth of knowledge on health and nutrition and just all of that great stuff. And uh, by Job, if he can get here, he's going to get here. By Job. Oh, by Job. By Job. Hashtag that um, one. I know. I you know. Wow, I think that's the first time I've ever heard you say that. (laughs) You know, I'm prone to say it from time to time. I I am. Um, But real quick, while you're right. By Job, I think you're right. The game is a foot. And speaking of the game, I was sad to see that Sean Connery passed away. Oh. At the age of 90, and, you know, your favorite and one of my favorites, but I think she's like like one, like your favorite, Trina Parks, yes. had made a post about how he was her favorite James Bond, and, and it was Sean Connery that she appeared in the James Bond movie with. 
Yeah. And um, um, I just I just really enjoyed him in his later years in the roles that he played. And so, you know, I yeah. haven't thought about him in a while because he hasn't been anything in a while. But when I saw that, I was just like, oh, man, darn it. Well, he but was really upset with Hollywood. He was really upset with Hollywood. And, you know, we we see now why he was so frustrated because of yes. all the pedophilia, all the, you know, the couch, casting couch. Um, like he said, you know, we had fallen away from the real reason cinema was cinema. And basically it had become so corporate, it was no longer fun. And he was like, you know, somebody's got to do something to get it back to a semblance. Uh, Gene Hackman is under, under that ilk as well. Uh, the comedian that passed away, uh, Dr. Doolittle. And, I mean, mm. uh, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. He, he was under that mindset. He said, you know, Hollywood had gotten away from its roots and had basically become, you know, just a den of thieves is what he called it. And, and that's a, a, a quote of his, a, a den of thieves, where basically they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. And in the, in the process, somehow some movies come out that are actually worth watching. And I was very hurt by that because it was actually true. I mean, there's been yes. several movies that they considered cash cows, and then they had somebody like Peter Jackson come in and upset the cart, and then you had somebody like Tyler Perry come in and upset the cart, and they were mad at him. They were mad at him because they were making the money the old-fashioned way by telling a good story. You know, even Star Wars, sad to say, had become a cash cow, and even the actors that had started it were very frustrated with the direction it was going. So, you know, Sean Connery was one one of the few to speak out. Uh, believe it or not, Dave Chappelle spoke out about it, but people said he was crazy because they turned down the money. He said, it's not worth my soul. And I, I think that's what many people missed yeah. when he was saying what he's saying, because all they were looking at was the money that he could have made. But I think yeah. we should all be looking at, at what cost. And when you look at uh, what we're going through right now, you know, with the with the way we speak to each other, at, at what cost are we willing to quote unquote win? And if, if if it's meaning that friendships are lost, then you know you're talking about decades and decades of, of, of friendship all of a sudden torn apart simply because you don't get your way. I said that's what we grow out of. We're not supposed to be growing into that kind of thing. But John Connery said he didn't like it, so he stepped away. He said, uh, screw you guys, I'm going home. You know what? And I, like I said, usually if you're in the minority, not 100%, but you know what? If you're going against the crowd, you're probably on the right side. <laughs> yes. Because that's just kind of how the world seems to go these days. And uh, you know well, what? It's always been that way. It has always been that way because you know what? Jesus was not popular. And we saw Thank what you. happened to him. And he oh, came yeah. here to do nothing but save the world. But because he, he was truth, pointing the out the wrong. So help him, yep. God. And they put him to yep. death for Exactly. Exactly. But when if you're too good off, and you're you too right, it. you're not going to last long in this world. And that is the solemn, sad truth. That is the solemn, sad truth. Yeah. Um, and it just is. 
So anyway. Anyway, anyway. I had something to say, and now I, I don't know what that is anymore. I, no, I totally... So you probably mix it in somewhere like a DJ. <laughs> I have totally lost it. I've totally lost it. Um, but, you know, maybe it'll come back to me. Maybe it, it will. will come back to me. You know there's what? A but here's a, new, here's a new thought that just popped in my head. We have not had the boys from P4P on the show in forever. And hey. we, I, I mean, I don't even know what's going on. And the I last can, time I, I heard from them, the last time I heard was the bomb pop, was the bomb pop BCA. Well, you know what? It's not summer anymore, and we can't get it anymore. So what is going on, uh, Kalen? What's going on with them? What they got that's good? Well, with, with Joe Manning, I reached out to him about being on the show and giving us an update about uh, the P4P Real Talk. Uh, not Real Talk, my goodness. Well, I'm so used to saying it. The P4P show, how it, uh, you know, what, how they were feeling, if there were plans for next year, if they were going to shut it down forever, I didn't know. Because, you know, a lot of people uh, had made that decision. They're not making it official yet, so I can't make it official for them. But I was asking if he was going to be able to do that. He got back to me about, you know, with these regulations, uh, the COVID regulations, and how even city to city it's changed. Well, Dad, you know, because we've been helping with the uh, the promoters and finding out venues and, and all the calamity they have to deal with when uh, trying to set a venue. Well, it's even worse for the different gyms they have open because, you know, they do the uh, – oh, I can't think of the name of the gyms. What are the names? You, you were part of one. Come on. What's the name of that gym? What, Anytime Fitness? Yeah, Anytime Fitness. Anytime Fitness, fitness and Planet Fatness. Yes. No, no, he has the They have the Anytime Fitness franchises, and the different cities have different uh, requirements. So basically, they're doing one heck of a juggling act trying to get that all straight, and they don't even have yeah. time sometimes to uh, engage with their family. And I was like, wow, that's pretty serious. When even when you're at home, you're still stuck on a on a laptop. And I know there's people that work from home in that way. But I didn't really understand the hardships that come from working at home because people hear you working at home and think, oh, you got time for family. Not oh, no. so much. Yeah, so nope. the, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different kind of requirement, but you're logged in and you're supposed to be doing work at that computer or at that laptop. And if you're walking around, they even know that just because they have the location behind it. So it's, it's, I, I got an education then- from that. Well, in fact, I would even say working from home makes the guilt of working long even worse because you're home, your kids see you, but yet you're like, I got to work, I got to work, and they're right there, and they're, you know, at least when you're separated from it and you're at work, you can focus and it's different, but, you know, even though kids are resilient and understanding, they still are kids. They want to be fed. They want attention. They need help. They, you know, all this stuff. And they try to let you be, but it doesn't last for very long. So working from home while your kids are still home, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge. It's a yes, challenge. It is. It's a challenge. Well, that's what he's dealing with. Uh, this is hunting season as well. So yes, I mean, it is. Like, at a premium, and he does not have it. I don't think you guys have it. I don't think anybody has it. And everybody no. is half here with losing Luke. 
losing, losing, and it's, it's nice to win, but when you win, it costs so much that it almost seems like it's a fair victory. And, and it's just one of those things for him, and I, I'm just thankful that he's been able to hold it together. I spoke with Chad. Uh, I tried to catch up with him at Green Bay, but I had car issues. So I wasn't able to make it up to that. So I know he's doing well and being really active because it's a mad scramble for coaches to find shows for their clients that are doable because uh, a lot of people had invested a lot in the shows that didn't happen, and basically a lot of the clients were disheartened. I mean, when I say clients, I'm also talking competitors. I hope everybody understands that. But it's just, you know, it's, it's you're emotionally involved with people if you care about them. And if you've got a lot of time in with your competitive clients, there's a lot of personal investment in that. And so when they hurt, you hurt. And it's not an easy time when you have 17 to 20 competitors, clients, basically, you know, just having the rug pulled out from under them because they're not able to do a show because they're, you know, it's been canceled or just been taken down. And they've been dealing with that. So, you know, it's a lot of things that we don't think about day to day that they have to live day to day. And because we're not thinking about it, it just doesn't pop into our brain that these things might be keeping them from dealing with us. I, it, I, it reminds me of when you say, uh, you don't call anymore. But then you say, well, there's a fire in the house. You know, I'm trying to put it out, and the dogs have gotten loose. Well, you know, you can still call and tell me about that. You know, it's like, wow, <laughs> priorities maybe. But anyway, that's what it's kind of like. Not that bad. That's just an extreme analogy. But, you know, it, it is of that understanding that we have to uh, be more understanding during times like this. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, when people miss you, they dismiss you. I don't know. I haven't had JB able to respond to me for nothing. Oh. <laughs> well, tell us, tell us how you really feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> You sound a little a little bitter on that nothing. <laughs> nothing. I can't get him to contact me for nothing. Nothing. And tell me what's well, real. Well, that's right. That's right. So if any of you if any of you are uh, still communicating with Joseph Joseph Bolton, you tell him for us that Kalen and Desiree are salty because he hasn't called us. And that and, and you know, he doesn't call. even have to call. He can just message us. But we're feeling we're feeling the salt, and it's not pink Himalayan salt. It's just no. a good old salty salt. salt. <laughs> it's not sea salt. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh shoot! Well, and you know what? I uh, I'm trying to get the details on the. Um, I want to say brown sugar, but that's not it. The OCB Sugar Maple Classic <laughs> that just happened last weekend. But, you know, hearts go out to Lauren Thomas. I know he's dealing with a loss in the family. So um, we'll see if we can get some details on that show and how it went. I know he was very close to pulling the show, but you know what? He decided to hang in there for the athletes and um, – you know, we just want to hear how that went and, and share those details and honor those athletes. So, 
Isn't that 2020? I like he, he that is And you know, everybody's yeah. like 2020, 2020. But if if 2020 is clear vision, I'm telling you what, there's a lot of things that have come to uh, the forefront and uh, have had a light shined on them that before were in the dark. So, you know what? It hasn't felt good, but sometimes no. that's what has to happen. Clarity doesn't have to feel good. It just has to be clear. Yep. So, you know. But let me think about it. In a nutshell, that show where he said, come hell or high water, that show was going to happen. And he was doing any and all things. And I mean, many things had come up prior to that, you know, basically changing of the venue, changing what the regulations, the different requirements, all these things that have come up at the last minute. I mean, I'm talking in the last two weeks. And he said, you know, somehow, some way, we're going to get this thing done. And he yep. held to that. And he did. And then at the very end, somebody that's close to him passes away in a way that was not normal. And he still said, you know, I I, I want him. I want him because there's just so much hurt in my heart. And I want to be there for the loss of my uh, my friend and, and be back with the family and speak with them. And even that didn't stop him from having that show. And I said, you know, that's, that speaks volumes about him as a, a promoter, a, a man, and a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just, that's one of those where you got to tip your hat because you don't know until you know. Until you're in that situation, you can talk all the noise you want. But until you're in that same predicament, you don't know. And I, I was don't just amazed. Know. He, he held his ground and, and still got it because everything was falling apart. I mean, it, it's basically like the ship that's going down and somebody's still trying to make dinner. It's like, well, you know, are we going to eat or on the boat or, or how are we going to do this? So he, he managed to make it through, and it, it just worked. It just worked in his favor. And I, I thank God for promoters like that because we in this day and age, we need him. We need him. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, and you know, in in this time of the show, I know we're talking day and age, but in this time of the show, I'm thinking our good buddy Mark South is just not happening tonight. So we are definitely going to have to reschedule him. Um, but, But while we're talking about future shows, because I do know we have some uh, some guests we've definitely been working on, and sometimes it works in our favor and sometimes it doesn't. And uh, I, I'm just amazed that we still find different things to talk about that we haven't already talked about. But it's oh, ever-evolving, ever-changing, so, you know, that's promising. Um, yeah. But I've been talking to uh, Dr. Peter C., Dr. Peter Chahansky, mm-hmm. and we are going to be talking about blue zones coming up, folks. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know what a blue mm-hmm. zone is, um, Google it. Find out about it. Google We're it. going to be talking about it. Google so it. check that out. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to talk to you about it tonight. I want you guys to look into it and be prepared. Google Check it. it out. And if you know what it is, if you know what it is, cool. We're going to dive into it. Send us your questions. Don't tell us. If you uh, have questions me. on it. Uh, but uh, Blue Zone's coming up in December, though, because 
Dr. Peter's not playing, and not his calendar is full. Not the green zone. So that one's coming. Blue zone. It's, not, it's a blue zone. Not the ozone. It's not the ozone. It is not. It has nothing to do with politics. I will give you that. I will give you that hint. Okay. So. Well, that that we lost half our callers. I'm sure. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, so, with all that being said, Kaylin Patterson, I you know that's about all I got, dude. That's yeah, it. All, all we needed was Snickerdoodle. We should have got Snickerdoodle in the beginning, and we would have. <laughs> But since we didn't, babe, that's what happened. All right, guys. So there's still time to get out there and vote. If you haven't done it yet, you can get out there and do, do it. it in person. So do, do it. it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Um, and uh, you know what? If you're feeling a little sleepy and you're like, nah, it's just not going to happen, have a little snickerdoodle and then get out there and do it. Get out there and do it. Because if you're not part of it, you got no room to complain one way or the other. Not one way or the other. So anyway, um, yeah. So on behalf of all you great listeners out there, um, you know, we'll find out tomorrow. Or, you know, I don't even think they're going to know tomorrow necessarily who has the election because they don't have all the mail-in ballots counted. So I'm not even sure how that's going to go if they're going to know by midnight tonight, if they're going to have all of those stats in. So it'll be interesting to watch it. But just know God's in control. God will use his people or anybody that's not his people to do the work that he wants done. He's used his people's enemies to get the job done. So don't you worry, whoever ends up in in office, they're put there for a reason. And uh, we've all got our role to play in that. It's God working in conjunction with humanity, not above them, but just know God can use anyone and everyone. And if he has someone in mind, that's what it's going to be. You're probably thinking, well, why do I need to vote? Well, because <laughs> he still needs you to do your part, but he doesn't, he wants, let me put it this way. He wants you to do your part, but he doesn't need you to do your part. So no. do your part. Uh, do what is it? Uh, your the part. The thing that I know is obedience, is better than sacrifice. There you go. Now you have it. Now you have it. All right, folks. So anyway, you know you know how this works. Uh, your body is a temple, so let's build it. 